Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now to take a look at the bigger picture and all this on the back of a very busy overnight on Wall Street. Walk us through some of the hits and misses where the earnings front is concerned, Ryan. Yeah, Elliot, I'm drowning in numbers. There are so many uh, earnings coming out. <laughs> so far. Uh, the likes of, I think, Facebook and Qualcomm right at the top of the list when it comes to what's going to command the attention of investors today. And let's walk through what Facebook is reporting. They are putting out a better than expected numbers in terms of daily active users. So that grew by 31 million new active daily users mm. in the recent quarter. So that's up to 1.96 billion in the first quarter, up from 1.93 in the fourth quarter. And if you look at what's happening in the likes of Qualcomm, they are painting a rather strong forecast. Even though we've been hearing about challenges in supply chains, higher wages, higher costs, uh, they are talking about a rather robust outlook because they are in the high-end space where they are able to just keep a hold on their margins. So that's pretty much the top earnings I'm looking at. And to get the bigger picture, we've got Sunny Hamid. He is the Director of Wealth Management Financial Alliance. Morning, Sunny. How are you doing today? Morning, Ryan. I'm doing fine. Thank Sunny, you. will you consider yourself an active user of Facebook? <laughs> to, to a certain extent, yes. I'm from that generation. <laughs> All right. So maybe you are uh, responsible for Facebook's fortunes these days. Uh, Facebook, <laughs> let's dive into the earnings. What were your takeaways? I think investors were bracing for weakness and some disappointment, especially after Netflix. What do you get away yeah. from the latest round of earnings? I think you you, you, you hit the, head on the, uh, the nail on the head. I think with the slide in the... Uh, Facebook price, the trend, the downtrend with the uh, situation in Netflix. I think there were quite a few people short on, on, on Facebook. So I won't be surprised if some of the rally was actually caused by short covering. Mm. So I think while the numbers were okay in a sense, they were not really outstanding, outstanding, so to say. And again, we've had kind of choppy quarter last, was down the last quarter, up this quarter. So it really it doesn't really show a lot. It needs to show a longer term trend before it's entrenched. Uh, so I think short covering would be the answer if, if, if you were to ask me. Yeah, short covering indeed um, might be one factor. I'm looking at the share price of Meta up in after-hours trading by over 18%. So a huge jump for Facebook. All right, let's turn attention to back home where we have some corporate headlines to digest. Capital and Samcorp Marine, they now have a merger on the table in terms of details being outlined. What do you like about the deal? Is this actually the perfect timing considering the rise in oil prices? Actually, yes, again, you're right because um could have come at a more better time. I think the negotiations have been ongoing for maybe a year or so. And I think it's it's timely also because um, it's an industry which is facing a lot of headwinds from the challenge from renewables, decarbonization and such. So you really need to be big in order to navigate this, this challenge. So all in all, uh, higher oil prices, the challenge that the industry faces requires muscle power. Mm. And, and, and I think the merger itself provides that. Yeah, I think size matters uh, these days in many industries. So that's a positive for Capital and Samcorp Marine. Um, and looking at another headline that investors will be digesting today, Yang Zhijiang Financial Holdings, a spin-off from Yang Zhijiang Shipbuilding, they will be making their, their debut um, at 1, 1 p.m. today. What do you read into the Yanjujang Financial Holdings debut? What's something you'll be looking out for? Well, I think the, the overall move was, was 
uh, logical. Uh, it's it's always to the advantage of shareholders when you unlock corporate value and when you have too many businesses lumped up in a conglomerate. So if you see value by by divesting or at least by uh, breaking them up, then this would be the natural cause. Judging from some other financial services companies in on, on, on the stock market like IFAS and such, I think there is an appetite and then there is a premium for those who can actually latch onto the tech side of it and ride the wave in terms of, you know, the, the, the robo advisors and such. so I think the outlook is positive but really but really um, how they position themselves will be important. Yeah, Sunny, I'm just curious as well. Uh, do you think that by spinning off it will help to increase the value of both sides apart from um, being grouped together? Well, it, it depends because obviously the finance side or at least the uh, financial holding side uh, does have a lot of potential. The shipbuilding side probably has a little bit more challenges given the situation overall for that particular industry. So it could have been a situation where they didn't want one side dragging the other side down. So we could, could actually interpret it as that, that way. Mm. Okay, um, Sunny, just to wrap things up, the other big um, headline I think investors will be focused on in the day ahead is the Bank of Japan. So they have a rate decision out at 11 a.m. and they have a very tight balancing act to deal with. You've got a very weak Japanese yen. In fact, it's weakened more than 11% in, a le- in less than two months. And you have inflation at a 26-month high. So which way do you think the Bank of Japan will lean to us? It's, it's, it's something which is faced by, I guess, all central banks. It's really a, a balancing act between rates, currencies, uh, and growth. So I think for the Bank of Japan itself, um, they've always tried to be aggressive against inflation. So I think they will probably allow, borrowing from the Fed's term, allow inflation to run hotter than, than higher than usual for a standard period. So I won't be surprised if they hold back a little bit on the monetary policy side to allow that to happen and potentially even for the yen to weaken a little bit more. So my guess is for Japan, it could be slightly more different from from the rest of the world. Yeah, so a lot of focus or attention on what the BOJ will do if we reach 130 against the US dollar for the Japanese yen. Right now, it's trading above 128. We've been chatting with Sunny Hamid. He's the Director of Wealth Management for Financial Alliance, helping us to break down all the headlines investors will be watching out for. Sunny, thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.